0: All right, friends, welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. And today I want to talk about a topic that many people long for and are often equally baffled by. The topic is that of unconditional love. And I'm guessing that many of you, like me, have had life experiences, perhaps early life experiences where you felt rejected, abandonment, or the lack of love, or what appeared to be conditional love rather than unconditional love. Or, or you know, maybe you had parents who only gave praises and affection when you accomplished something, or when you got all your homework done, you used the correct fork at the dinner table. So you started a story in your mind that you have to do the right thing. You have to have the right friends, you have to look the right way, and you get conditional accolades, you get conditional praise or some version of what you might have experienced as love. And you start to tell a story that love comes with conditions. Or maybe you had parents who were never around, or maybe they were abusive and neglectful, and you picked up the belief that if your mom or dad or both don't love you, then there really must be something wrong with you. So you try to do things and be something that you think others will deem as worthy of love. And then these early experiences are where we start to develop our ideas of what love is. So in order to have an effective conversation today about unconditional love, we need to recalibrate all of that. And before I can define unconditional love for you, we have to get something straight. You were 100% lovable the day that you were born. The day that spirit or soul, who the essence of who you are, came into the human flesh suit that is you, you were lovable. Your worth, your lovability are innate. It's inherent. It's an automatic gift given as the entry prize to coming into human form. It's the door prize. It just is. You have it. It can't be taken away. You can't do anything to become more lovable. You can't do anything to become less lovable. So now that we can have that established, then we can relax, right? No matter what you do, no matter how you treat others, you're lovable. Lather, rinse, repeat. If you forget that, please come back to this section of the podcast and hear those words again. You are 100% lovable. Now, here's the kind of second step to that is that how somebody treats you, how somebody loves you, that is based on their capacity for love. It has nothing to do with you. You are lovable, no questions asked. How people love you or don't love you has nothing to do with your lovability. How people love you or don't love you has everything to do with their capacity to love. Okay, now that we have that covered. We can talk about how we can apply unconditional love in our daily lives to ourselves, to our family, with our friends, in our place of work. How can we apply unconditional love? First, we must define it. Sometimes unconditional love, it seems tricky, it seems complicated, but simply put, unconditional love is allowing yourself to feel the emotion of love without conditions that's it. It's not about what we do with love. It's not about how we express love. It's not about earning it. Unconditional love merely means we allow ourselves to have the experience of the feeling of love without conditions. Now, in case you've missed earlier podcast episodes where we've discussed what creates feelings, let's do a quick quick refresher since you're going to need to know this in order to create unconditional love. Here's the short version Feelings are created by thoughts. One sentence in our head creates a feeling. It's not the over-the-top romantic gesture by your boyfriend that creates a feeling of love. It's the thought you have about the over-the-top romantic gesture by your new boyfriend that creates the feeling of love. It is not the situation of your child saying, I love you, mommy, for the first time that creates a feeling of love. It's the sentence in your head that you have about your child saying those words that created a feeling of love. Now, as we apply this to unconditional love, we then get to choose thoughts that allow us to feel the emotion of love without conditions, which means regardless of what we do, regardless of what other people do, regardless of the event going the way we wanted it to, regardless of situations showing up how we want them to show up, we can still choose a thought that leads to the feeling of love. So don't overcomplicate this, but in case you are, let me answer the questions that might be going through your head right now. So Jessica, you're telling me that even when I totally blow that big project at work, I can still love myself. Yes, you can. Jessica, you're saying that even when my partner cheats on me, I can still feel love? Yes. Even when my best friend lies to me and betrays me, I can still feel love? Still yes. Now, if you haven't turned off the podcast out of frustration for what I just said, here's an important distinction. Unconditional love doesn't mean we let people walk all over us. It doesn't mean we allow ourselves to be horrible to ourselves, nor does it mean that we allow other people to treat us in ways that we deem unacceptable. It merely means that we can stay in a feeling of love regardless of the situation, we can stay in a feeling of love regardless of what our partner did, regardless of what our spouse did, regardless of what our child did, regardless of how big we think we messed up, we can still stay in a feeling of love. So let's think about that in the context of a relationship that's maybe come to an end. So maybe there was infidelity. And in that relationship you had set a boundary that if your partner cheats, if your partner cheats, you will end the relationship. So that's the boundary, which is one hundred percent acceptable. But this can play out in one of two ways: you can hate your you can hate your partner, you can leave him, you can have a lot of hate um, and leave him. You can talk about him to your friends. You can talk tell everybody how horrible of a human he is. You can spend a lot of mental energy on blaming him. That's one path. Or if you are choosing unconditional love for yourself you want to stay in a place of love regardless of what's happening, you want to love without conditions, you can choose to love yourself and therefore you set a boundary and you follow through with the consequence. Because you're in a place of love, you act on the boundary that you set that if my partner cheats, I will leave. Boundary is set, consequence is implemented, and you can still stay in that place of love. You don't have to hate the other person You also don't have to be around the person. We can love them and not invite them over to our house, right? That made me think of the quote from Tupac. Yes, Tupac is making his way into my podcast today. Tupac said, just because you lost me as a friend doesn't mean you gained me as an enemy. I'm bigger than that. I still want you to eat, just not at my table. Tupac was on to something here right? Like we can hold people accountable in our lives. We can have boundaries, but we don't have to give up our mental sanity. We don't have to give up our mental peace and we don't have to give up that feeling of love in order to implement those boundaries, in order to implement those consequences. So, cause think about that. Think about the difference in your inner landscape when you give mental real estate to loving yourself versus hating another person. Does that mean that we allow people to walk all over us? Nope. Sometimes love means saying no. Out of love for ourselves or someone else, we may say no. When your 15-year-old teenager asks you if she can sleep over with her boyfriend, out of love, you may say no. Out of love, we set boundaries. If we always say yes to family, friends, our partners— we will feel resentful rather than love saying no and setting limits actually is a demonstration of unconditional love here's the other thing there's a direct correlation between your ability to love others without conditions and your ability to love yourself without conditions if you can love other people in other situations unconditionally then you can give yourself the same gift now another Important point of clarity here is loving unconditionally doesn't mean that you never take chances or you never push yourself to level up. However, taking action from a place of love is very different than doing self fr- doing so from a place of self-flagellation or doing so from a place of anger or resentment or again hatred. And this applies to relationships, to work, to politics, to decisions you have to make. This can apply to any situation. If we can first get to a place of love, then decide to take action, we can feel an immense amount of freedom, fulfillment, and there's a greater chance of long-term success in whatever you're doing. And a great way to know if you're taking action from a place of love or not is consider whether you're changing something or whether you're taking action so that it doesn't bother you anymore or that you're wanting to change or you're making a decision about a person or a job so that you can feel better. You are not doing this from a place of love if you're doing it to not be bothered anymore. You are not doing it from a place of love if you're changing something in order to thinking that it's going to make you feel better. Consider correcting a child who's having a temper tantrum in public. If you're attempting to quiet the child because you feel embarrassed or angry about their public display of a meltdown, then you're trying to stop their behavior in an effort to feel better. Imagine starting this from a place of love. And for those of you who have children, I imagine this has happened. You are at the grocery store and your four-year-old is hanging off the side of the cart, kicking, screaming, because they want something. So if you are starting this from a place of love, you might have the thought This child must feel really out of control inside. He's displaying such dramatic behaviors. I want to be able to teach him some skills to effectively manage his feelings and control his behaviors. Or I want to help him um, learn how to better communicate his needs or what's going on so that he can actually get his needs met rather than having a tantrum where neither of us know what's happening. So compare that to having a thought of this child has no respect. How dare he act this way in public? He's embarrassing me, et cetera, et cetera. Right, that's going to lead to some feelings of frustration, right? And then you're going to be able, you're going to want to attempt to control a child so that you don't feel embarrassed or angry. So very different results. Same situation. We can start from a place of love attempt to figure out how to move forward. We can start from a place of, I just don't like how this is making me feel and I want to close this up so that I don't have to feel this way. Very different outcomes and results will come from that. Similarly, you can apply this to a decision to change jobs. If you find that you've changed jobs multiple times over the past few months or multiple times over the past year, check in and see if you're doing it because you think it will make you feel better. If that's what's happening, Try on going to a place of love first, then decide what you want to do about the job. It's a transformational experience to stop changing ourselves, our jobs, our relationships in an effort to stop being bothered versus making changes in order to express creativity or pursue adventure or engage in a different form of an act of service or a new way to express your passion or as an extension of love, right? If you find that you keep changing your job because you feel miserable at the job that you're in, you might figure you, you're probably gonna find out pretty quickly that it doesn't matter which job you go to, wherever you go, there you are. So, again, if you can start from a place of love and figure out how can I love this right now? How is this perfect for me right now? If you can go to that place that, hey, I really love the flexibility afforded me by this job, or I love that I don't have to worry about paying my bills in this job. Then you can start from that place of love and that allows you more mental space to explore the stuff of like, am I, is this my passion? Like, Do I really love this? Do I feel like I get to have the creative outlet that I want? Do I feel like I get to show up in love like I want? Or do I want to pursue a different way of expressing these things? It's a very different experience. And there's a profound sense of freedom and empowerment that comes with knowing that you can take a feeling of love with you wherever you go. We can move, we can move houses, we can move states, we can change jobs, we can experience loss, we can be presented with really difficult choices to make. And when we know that the vibration of the feeling of love in our body is allowed to exist within us without conditions, then we can take bigger risks, we can reach for what we love, we can go for the big goals, we can aim high because we know that we can take that feeling with us wherever we go. So let's try it on, y'all. Choose an area of your life this week and practice feeling love without conditions. And pay attention to how you're able to act from that feeling or make decisions from that feeling. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.